0: Point nine ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on
1: SWX Montana Television.
0: Reminds me of the good old days. Welcome back to Dow ESPN Radio SWX Montana Television. Most days, but not today. Appreciate you for tuning in. If you missed anything in the first hour, well, I know we're not quite done with the first hour. The breaks got all screwed up. Nobody knows where the hell the producers are at. But here we are. <laughs> Hope you're having a great Friday. Mine's phenomenal. If you missed anything in most of the first hour of number one, uh, Rajib Seabrook joined us to talk our way all the way around the wide world of sports. We also uh, heard from Mickey Mantle, the head coach uh, of the Weaver State Wildcats. Plenty of high school football preview action coming up uh, as well. All of it on the podcast proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. The M Store where they're all Grizz all the time. And... The Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold. On game day or any other day, visit msubookstore.org. All right, so we've we got to start today because uh, you're my resident 90s expert. We actually just, just call this that this uh, segment that. How you doing, by the way? Great. How are you? Uh, very good. I went to Counting Crows on Oh, uh, you did? I, I love Counting Crows. Counting Crows, first couple albums are, Mr. are Jones. some of my favorite uh Albums. I, I think that especially some of their ballads, their love songs are some of the best love songs there are. They're all sad, but that's, uh, you know. That's love for you. That's love for you. Um, but I thought, I, I have this hypothesis. First of all, we always talk about like levels of fame and how people rise to levels of fame. But I do think there was like this scenario in the, in the mid 90s where if you rose to fame quickly, then you became like a parody of yourself and people started making fun of you. This happened to Counting Crows. Everybody would make fun of how Adam Durwitz would sing, Hootie and the Blowfish, and everybody was making fun of Darius Rucker. It happened to a lot of different acts and then they didn't have that this long of a shelf life. Well, some of these pe- people have then continued to perform, but there's like a lot of resentment from them about like their hits. Right, they don't wanna play their it hits. It was so funny. Like I saw Blues Travel earlier this year too. Their two biggest songs, they didn't want to sing them. He sang them all different and weird. At Counting Crows, same thing. Mr. Jones, he sang it, like, in a wholly different uh, key and, like, offbeat. And then whenever the chorus would come around, he would just hold the microphone out. I don't know. What do you think of this? Isn't this sort of funny? Like, I get—I could sort of get how the level of fame you've achieved has, like, gotten to you sometimes. But also, that song— Mr. Jones. I mean, Put him on the map. I mean, it has like 800 million streams on Spotify. Right, like their, it is like the song of their whole deal. I think it's rude if, I agree. to do that too. <laughs> people. Especially when people pay a bunch of money what, yeah. to go see you. Like,
3: sing the song. We all came here to hear you sing. And then we'll hear your other crap. But right, sing the right. one I want to hear. Right. And sing it right, Mr. Jones.
0: Well, that's the other part is when you go to, uh, you know, it's kind of like a pop rock concert. You want to sing along. I like, guess the yeah. whole reason you're there is to right. you know all the words. And then when he's singing it all off kilter, you can't sing along. It was so weird. It killed the vibe. Anyways, uh, I, yeah. Other than that, the show was great, and I had a great time. But I just—it's it's such a funny phenomenon.
3: So a couple of years ago, a um, concert came through. It was like I love the '90s or something, mm-hmm. and it was like Rob Bass, Salt and Peppa, Coolio, R.I.P. Um, yeah. Who else? A bunch of people, and they came in and they sang their three hits. Yeah. And then they got off the stage, and oh, it was right, right. perfection. Right, right. And that is how these guys should. I mean, I no offense to Counting Crows, but. I know Mr. Jones in that December song. <laughs> and I also know he dated both Jennifer Anderson and Whoa. the other chick, Courtney Cox.
0: <laughs> he did?
3: Yeah. He dated both of them. Whoa. Gross.
0: Chicken does know sports, a.k.a. the 90s in review here on uh, is Now ESPN Radio. He dated both those girls yeah. in the 90s? Yeah. I mean, that's like one of the like accomplishments of all time.
3: I mean, if he'd only gotten Phoebe, he could have had the trifecta.
0: I mean- How many guys would have traded that guy places in 1997 or whatever? (laughs) I mean, goodness gracious.
3: Yeah, he's... uh, I think they both could have done better, and they did.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, right. (laughs) Who did they even get? Yeah, I'm Brad Pitt. Hello. But is Jennifer Harrison not with Brad Pitt still? Is she?
3: No. What rock do you live under? I have no idea. Good Lord. Isn't Brad Pitt dating Angelina Jolie? Oh, my God. They're divorced, (laughs) too. Brad Pitt needs some therapy he can't hold down a lady but
0: well i mean when you look like that i think that it gets in the way of all the rest of the things about you
3: i i would imagine you know i wouldn't know i had to to keep my personality (laughs) tip top
0: (laughs) who's brad pitt dating now no one. i don't know unclear who's jennifer anson dating i don't think anyone that is also incredibly tragic
3: so we don't have to be dating people to be happy.
0: Okay. I agree. I agree.
3: Maybe they're just Somebody finally get, just... being happy with themselves.
0: Hey, that's fine. I, I just think that Jennifer Aniston is like the one of the most beautiful women Agreed. in the world. She's gorgeous. She, I don't know if she's happy. That's great. I just feel like,
3: well, we'll find it. We'll ask her next time we see her.
0: <laughs> Carol, let's does those sports here on ESPN radio presented in part by Aspen sound. Uh, all right. You've been, uh, you've been really ready for this one. Uh, what do you got this well, week? Well, since
3: we're talking about the 90s, let's just get into Deion Sanders. Yeah. Coach Prime, baby! Yep. Um, I am the president of the Coach Prime fan club. Yep. I love him so much. Every week, I don't know I could, if I could love him more.
0: The uh, th- This hype train is going to be fascinating to watch.
3: I don't even care if they lose every game from here on out. Really? I think he is fascinating.
0: Tell me all the things you think that is fascinating about him.
3: Well, first of all, did you know...
0: That. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. He
3: hit a home run and scored a touchdown in the same week.
0: I, I did know that.
3: Okay. Well, I knew you would know that, but I didn't until today.
0: You got to watch the 30 for 30 about him.
3: I know. I will.
0: It, it chronicles his, like because the the most impressive thing he did was just play in these two games, right? I mean, he, like yeah. you said, performing in two different sports in the same day, that's it's just unheard of. It'll never happen again.
3: No, but... That's why he's missing like 10 toes because he over did his body, but he is incredible. So he was on, I don't know what news, um, cast he had an interview and he was talking about how he would go out to sports, you know, and he'd be playing his games and there'd be no one cheering for him because his mom was working two, three jobs. His dad and his stepdad were kind of not in the picture, and he had to learn how to be confident and just care about his own opinion and no one else's.
0: Well, he's certainly confident. <laughs>
3: well, and then in the 90s, he had a reputation for kind of being like this cocky jerk. For sure. And now as a you know coach, the, the things that he's teaching these boys is incredible. I mean, watching him speak to them about representing the football team, representing Colorado, respecting other people and respecting women, all of the things he's talking about off the field is so cool. And just these boys, these 20 year old boys need to hear this stuff and they need to, and he's, he's walking the walk. He,
0: he, he is. I, I battle with it because on one hand, I think he's such a great influence, especially for, for uh, like inner city kids. He's such a great influence on that realm. He's recruiting in that realm a lot too. So I think that's, cool. I think that instilling confidence in, in people is a wonderful thing. But then I also wonder how much is too much. Because they are definitely the most brash team going right now. They're, they're accentuating like the look at me era so much.
3: Listen, a month or two or three ago, we talked about University of Colorado yeah. and how their, their football team was not good. And they didn't have to be good. They are going to school in Boulder. What a great opportunity. And now they're killing
0: it. Yeah, top top twenty in the country, I think nineteenth this week. I am um should be fat I just well I can't wait to see. It's not that I'm worried about them internally, it's the external pressure that comes with building this much hype. Sure. There's a very real chance they're gonna go to Oregon and get beat by three touchdowns this week. Okay, cool. Then, I still love them. I, I agree, but a lot of people aren't gonna be on your same page. The media national media it giveth and taketh away. Right? I
3: know. But here's the thing I don't care.
0: Well, I love that you don't care.
3: <laughs> he is awesome. I have to say one other thing, two other things. Um, last week during the game with Colorado State, a Colorado State player, like, took out one of the guys on the yes. team and injured him, and it was pretty bad. People were taken to social media saying he should lose his scholarship. He Man. should, I hate social media for this reason. Like, get.
0: It's also just so crazy because this is where the hype, tra- this, is the, this e- exemplifies what I'm concerned about. So many people that would never, ever, 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 ever pay attention to Colorado or Colorado State football are paying attention to it because of this. Right. That's good until all of a sudden. Now, this kitten, you or anybody, I wouldn't have even known about right. this if it wasn't Colorado involved right. in this. And it just, so it just brings a spotlight. So then it brings a whole bunch of boobers. A that lot have nothing of to negative stuff sports. too. Yes. yes.
3: Okay. So people were even death threats. See, all these calling Colorado State complaining. See,
0: people that are making death threats to college kids for football games get a life.
3: Agreed. But Mr. Prime said, knock it off. This kid is a kid. He's playing college. He's playing football. He's doing his job. That needs to stop. Leave him alone. And I thought that was awesome. Like, I just felt like he, um, I don't know. He just stood up for this kid on the other team who knocked one of his kids out. And he just said, hey, they're just playing a game. And I'm going to say something. Pretty controversial.
0: Okay, what else is new?
3: Coach Prime for president. Wow. Yeah, I said it.
0: You heard it here first. It's actually that. Actually, in, in in specifics, it's maybe somewhat outrageous. But I've actually long thought this. Uh, I think that there's like a complete vacuum and void of leadership in America when it comes to politics because so many of our great leaders don't go into politics anymore. That's what I'm saying. For yes. the first couple hundred years of the country, everybody was going into the army or the military, and then all of a sudden you're climbing the ranks, and then most of the people that rose to the top are the greatest leaders. Now, what do all the great leaders do? They coach college football.
3: Listen, they coach t- I don't know what his politics are. NFL. I don't know anything, but I know when I hear him speak, yeah. I am ready to go conquer the world. <laughs> I am like yes, and I am ready, and I'm selling stuff, and I'm telling my kids to do stuff, and I'm telling them that they need to be men, and you know, clean their <laughs> rooms, and you know, wear nice clothes, and represent, and uh, <laughs> and so that he's got my vote.
0: So. What would you think if your sons were playing for Coach Prime and they'd have their Twitter handles on their practice jerseys and they're getting commercials and all this this, all this stuff? Those I'd be at like, me. get
3: that sponsorship money. <laughs> Retire mom. Right. Baby, I love it. I, I love it I can't
0: wait to see how this goes when, uh, if and when. I mean, so Colorado's 20 and a half point favorites, to, or 20 and a half point dogs, excuse me, to Oregon. At Autzen State, of I mean Eugene. I can't wait to see.
1: I
3: might actually this watch goes. this game. I don't know where. I don't know how, because I don't know how you do that. <laughs> how do you watch football
0: I mean, you could TV. go to one of your mini clients that advertise having the games on. I bet Stone of Accord will have it. Lots of places will have it.
3: Okay. Well, I might watch it if I remember to. But if not, I will watch all the highlights on TikTok and be just pumped.
0: Well, uh, it's going to be fascinating, especially if Colorado gets drilled. Because I can't wait to see what the the reaction will be, both positive and negative.
3: I feel like you're being negative about Colorado, and I'm not. I, uh, just, I would like a little bit more. No, I, prime. Just, I just
0: discern my feelings towards things because, as life teaches us, pretty much everything that seems too good to be true is. Wow! it's, see, it's just the truth. You're glass. You're a half glass. Glass half
3: empty. No, person. my glass and is all the way empty. I
0: <laughs> and guess what? Guess what? I'm never disappointed.
3: You are just like my friend Lauren. I'm never disappointed. We have this inside joke. She is a glass half empty. I'm never I am a glass. I am. See, that is not the way to live. See, it
0: is the way to live because now I only have pleasant surprises. No,
3: you have to manifest.
0: If Dia and Sanders, if they just run the table and are just undefeated and it's just so awesome and he completely changes college football for the better. I'll be so surprised and it'll be a pleasant surprise and I'll be so happy about it. And if and when they get absolutely destroyed by Oregon and USC and Utah and all the schools they have coming up on their schedule and they finish below 500 and don't even make a bowl, then I'll just be right and I'll also be happy. So either um, way, I'm going to be happy.
3: I like to be positive. Can I say one <laughs> other thing really quick? So I guess he he did like a little podcast and Tom Brady was on it with his son. And his son, with the one that plays at Colorado, has like a Rolls Royce or a Bentley. I don't know which one. And they were like uh, teasing the kid about it. Like, do, does a 20 year old need, you know? Right. And then all I could think about was this kid trying to drive in Colorado in a Bentley in January. And it made me laugh.
0: There was. Uh, I
3: hope he has. Uh, what are those things? Chains. <laughs> <laughs> or his Bentley.
0: <laughs> Carol and the chicken is no sports here on ESPN Radio. Once upon a time, there was. a. am going to ask you. You're going to say no. Joe you know Sebastian Telfair is. No. Sebastian Telfair was a uh, high school phenomenon. You ever seen the movie, He Got Game? I remember it. Okay, so He Got Game is about Jesus Shuttlesworth, who's like the kid from Coney Island. But it was like based off of, vaguely, the life of Stefan Marbury, who actually was a kid from Coney Island. Sebastian Telfair was another kid from Coney Island. He was like the second coming. So he was like this kid that's supposed to come from the the hood in New York City and go to the NBA. He came straight out of high school. He didn't, he, he ended up, ultimately having a pretty lackluster NBA career. But his younger brother, Ethan Telfair, played for Idaho State. And his brother bought him like a, a brand new Mercedes it was just such a funny scene, you know? Yeah. This kid's just driving around like this $100,000 car in Pocatello, Idaho. And it's is so funny, you know?
3: Did he have chains? <laughs> was he safe? Was it an SUV? I don't know. These are the questions I need to know. He's when a, we interview Dion, I'm going to ask him.
0: Carolyn's going to effort Dion Sanders. She thinks she can get him. So we're going to hold her to it.
3: This is going to be my biggest sales challenge of my life. That's
0: right. Check it out those here on ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. All right, what else you got?
3: All right, I got a story that is so gross that I ha- I could not wait to share it.
0: Here we go. Another day where we're going to get suspended and <laughs> fined.
3: Zavian Howard?
0: Zavian Howard. He's a cornerback for the Miami Dolphins. Why they consider one of the best defensive backs in the NFL?
3: Currently has a minimum there may be more of four women pregnant all at the same time. <sighs> Fun fact. He uh, had to sit out a few games last year for a groin injury. <laughs> Thinking that's from overuse.
0: Oh my gosh. You never cease to amaze me. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say about this.
3: I know. I just wanted to see your face. Uh, it's. Uh, Here's the deal. It's uh, it, if I were these women,
0: <laughs> if you were these women,
3: if I were four different women, all pregnant at the know same time about each other. Oh, they all know. That's oh, how it all came out. Wow. Yeah, they all know. Oh boy. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little lesson. There is a very small um, timeline in a woman's cycle where she can get pregnant. Sure. Which I'm, means I know about this. Which means he had to. I mean, he, this was an every other day, every day, different yeah. woman situation. Yeah. Maybe that was his week off. I don't know. But he he made the most of that week.
0: Man. I don't know. <laughs> Good luck, Xavier Howard. At no, the least wait. they
3: could have one big baby shower. <laughs> Baby's shower.
0: So, sports here on ESPN Radio. Moving on before we get thrown off the radio. Uh, what else you got? <laughs>
3: All right. So, I was somewhere, and on the television was the Virginia state game and their kicker,
0: Virginia state. I think so. Or I don't Virgi- think there is a Virginia. Oh, maybe the university
3: of Virginia. Probably university. <laughs> Sorry. Of Virginia, I wrote NBA, it down. Virginia. wrong.
0: Virginia state. <laughs> Amazing. We're creating <laughs> colleges now. There's new levels on <laughs> Sorry. Sports.
3: I wrote it down wrong. Okay. I-, I originally wrote down Oklahoma state. That's why Virginia, v- Virginia. Okay. Just Virginia. Their kicker is 34 years old. How's that? I'll tell you how. So.
0: Well, there is a Virginia State University. They definitely weren't playing Oklahoma State, though.
3: No, they they weren't playing. I just wrote down the wrong. Got it. So wait, are you saying there is a Virginia State? There is a Virginia State
0: University. It's in uh, Eltrick, Virginia. Is it in Virginia? It's in Virginia. It's I'm public, not. Sh- it's a HBCU. It's a public historically black land grant university in Ettrick, Virginia. This is not the same school. 4,400 students. It's, it was it looks probably very nice. It was probably University of Virginia. It's almost certainly University of Virginia. Okay. So they so were playing who?
3: I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the kicker's 34, and he has a wife and children, and I think that's wild. But uh, here's the cool wild. story. He went to school and tried to walk on as a kicker in 2011. Okay. Or before that, whatever. He walked on. He didn't make it. He graduated in 2011, went into the Marines.
0: So, you guys, his clock started. So, his
3: his clock stopped.
0: His clock, right, right. His, his clock started year. when he walked on. His clock stopped. Yes. Yes.
3: So, for those who don't know, because I just learned today, if you join the active military, your eligibility freezes. That's right. So, he had one year of eligibility yeah, there's, left. there's
0: only a few things that can freeze your eligibility. Military service, uh, some sort of religious missionary uh, service.
3: Impregnating
0: uh, four women? No. Oh. God. Uh, sickness to yourself or someone in your immediate family or false incarceration. F-
3: false incarceration, not true incarceration.
0: If you are incarcerated and your clock runs out and you're convicted of the crime, you... So sorry. No no dice. But if you are acquitted of the crime, you can get your clock revitalized. Oh, good to know.
3: Good to know. So he went to the Marines. The only
0: case that's ever happened in was at the University of Montana. Interesting. Jimmy Wilson, falsely incarcerated, and uh, then did came he, back.
3: Did he come back and play?
0: Came back and played Went to the NFL. Well,
3: good for him. Um, back to my story. Yeah,
0: here you uh, go. Oh, <laughs> this, uh, this man's name is Matt Ganyard. Yes,
3: Matt Ganyard. There you go. He went...
0: Virginia State. <laughs>
3: he said, yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's at UVA. That's UVA. Correct, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, he came back to try and kick again, he started his master's in like the business school and he didn't make it the first year. Somehow they waived this, they put in a thing and they got him on the team. So now he's kicking this season as a 34 year old um, married man. Yeah. Good for him. I love Good it. Good for school Good for old people everywhere. Not the 34s
0: old, but yeah.
3: um, in that same realm there is a ninth season player on university of miami this guy named cam i think it's mccormick i'm not sure because i can't read my own handwriting 25 years old he's entering his ninth season of eligibility he was injured in his sixth and seventh or before his sixth and seventh so he got extra years then the pandemic happened and now he is trying to play again I think he should just maybe get his degree and go.
0: The uh, If you listen to Nuwana's now last week, I know it's a tall task. but What? Uh, what is it
3: called?
0: <laughs> the uh, the quarterback from Ferris State who was in Missoula last week, he came on the show. He was high school class of 2015. And uh, he went to Kent State where he redshirted and then he got played. He was a starter as a redshirt freshman and then he got hurt and he missed that year as well as the next year. He got down the dumps, got all sad, dropped out of school, didn't play any sort of football or go to college at all. So that's another scenario where your clock stops because you're not in school. And he, uh, he worked at the Georgia Pacific Mill in Cleveland. And then after two years was like, I can't do this anymore. Called up his high school coach. His high school coach happened to be at Ferris State. So he went up there. So now he was also in his eighth season of college. All
3: right. How do you feel about that? Like, what are your thoughts on that?
0: For a young man like that, that's doing it purely to further his education. He's not doing it for any sort of, I mean, he's going to a division two school in Big Rapids, Michigan. You know, it's not like it's, it's a little, I don't know if it's driven by educational opportunity. I think it's. Good. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that young man's going back to school. And Me this, too. And I mean, it. I
3: love that story. I don't know about this kid on Miami. Like,
0: I also think it's funny though, because there's also this sort of cliche that people have been spouting lately. Well, if you could have stayed in college for eight years, wouldn't you? <laughs> Literally, was just gonna say that. <laughs> I would not have. I loved college. I had a great time in college. When college was getting done, I was ready to be done with. No, college. for
3: sure. I was done. I was ready after five years in summers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, right, but I mean, you, you are. You just yeah. you're just ready for the next chapter of your life. Yeah, for sure. And so I don't know. I, I mean, if you are into it, but like, I think
3: if you're at University of Miami, right, you might want to go as long as you can. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's true. Part of it's like you. The finite time of it is what makes it so fun, though. Yeah, like
1: and I, being young.
0: Like I partied so hard because I knew that that was it, and mm-hmm. then I knew that I was going to be done with it. And the then real it was, world wasn't going was to happen anymore, you know. Yeah. But like, you're definitely going out on Tuesdays and stuff all the time. But you can't do that all for eight years. You can only do it for like a couple.
3: Yeah, for sure.
0: Else you know, so you're gonna have to go to summer school, like you.
3: Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> summer school was the best.
0: I actually loved summer school too. Yeah. Uh, I did it to get ahead, not to catch up, but either way.
3: I did it to (laughs) hang out at college all summer and uh, not have to get a job.
0: There you go. No Honest Dad, ESPN Radio, Chicken Does No Sports. What else you got? All
3: right. I've got two dating alerts. Okay. Woo, woo, Dating alert. That's my new segment. Okay. Okay, you ready?
0: (laughs) Maker promo.
3: Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham Jr.
0: Really? Who is he? Um... (laughs) You are just amazing. I've seen his name, but I don't... Odell Beckham Jr. really rose to fame. I'm surprised you actually don't know who Odell Beckham Jr. is, only because he's one of those few that's like a crossover famous.
3: Wasn't he in a State Farm commercial?
0: He's been in some commercials. He's, I mean, I don't know. The girls seem to say he's very good looking. He's been on the cover of a couple different non-sports magazines. Hmm. You've seen probably... You see probably a lot of these guys lately with the hairstyles where they have kind of like a little mini mohawk where it's bl- dyed blonde. Oh, yeah. He's the one that kind of invented that. Okay. He started wearing the dangly earrings like a la Ken Griffey Jr. and Barry mm. Bonds from the 90s, like really bringing that style back. He He's just been sort of influential in the trends of of pop culture and stuff.
3: Like, I know his name, but I don't know. He rose to
0: massive he fame. He played football? He plays football. He played for the Giants. Okay. That's when he was the most famous when he's living in New York. He's... Since been traded to the Browns, then the uh, Rams, and now the Ravens, he got hurt a couple times. He also fell into the the gossip circles that you seem to enjoy because he likes some things romantically that are a little bit controversial. Like
3: he's kinky? Can he, I say that on the radio? He has some
0: stuff so I need that to... catered to some pretty... Uh, some pretty funny uh, play with <laughs> words. When he played for the Browns, there was a lot of got jokes it, got to it, be it, had. Got it. Victim is the wrong word. He was on the wrong end of <laughs> this. Get new- <laughs> it? <laughs> he was on the wrong end of it's this. Just too this easy. There's this new phenomenon of, of gals that like to jersey chase.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
0: then make content out of it.
3: Right. I think I remember he this. He was on the wrong yes, end yes, of yes, this. Yes. Where Stop saying wrong end. Yeah,
0: he was. That's the off the field stuff. He was at one point a really, really, really good receiver. He's had a hard time getting back to full strength. He, he had a really bad knee injury that kind of derailed him.
3: Well, he and Kim K are hanging out. So I guarantee you she won't be spilling the beans on his. So here's
0: your fantasy advice. You got Odell Beckham on your team. First of all, he's he's, uh, questionable going into this week. But if you know anything about the Kardashians, well...
3: The curse, the Kardashian curse.
0: Odell Beckham's not going to be producing at a very high level if if history indicates anything. Right. But then if he, and when he breaks up with Kim K... He'll have a big comeback. Pick him up. Okay. James Harden broke up with Chloe K and then won the MVP the next year, so... That's true. That's true. It's good good for your life. Well, uh, at least
3: Kim won't go on a podcast and talk about it, because she's pretty private. Uh, That's true, too. So, I mean...
0: Yeah, that's right. Instead of having her be on a podcast talking about she'll that, just, I have I our reality just have a show. documentary on the show. I don't know why I
3: just said that. She's following not private. You around. At all. Yeah. That was stupid. Yeah. But I don't think she'd go around saying that kind of stuff.
0: Well, they're actually dating, right? It's not just allegedly. Like I'm on Snapchat with you or whatever.
3: Unclear. This one's huh. the New York Post told Maybe me. Maybe
0: that's what Tom Brady and her were talking about at the barbecue.
3: She's like, set me up with Odell Beckham Jr. I heard he's into some crazy stuff.
0: It's just amazing that we spend so much time on this show talking about this kind of stuff. You are a real maverick. Jim, Thank you. Jim, sports here on ESPN Radio. What else you got? All
3: right, last other dating news. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. And Taylor Swift. I
0: can't believe this is real either.
3: We don't know for sure.
0: He was getting off of her plane.
3: No, that was Photoshopped. You was it? No.
0: <laughs> man, I got duped.
3: You sure did. But his brother... You know, you
0: know it's duping me, though. I don't even have any of that stuff on my feet. If that kind of stuff makes it to my feet, then that means a lot of people are talking about it. His
3: brother was on a podcast and said, I could see this being true.
0: So I, I don't know. Because well, we, we went over the... the the courtship, right?
3: Right. Well, he made the bracelet, made and the, and he, the,
0: the, the fake bracelet.
3: I would like this. I like this, uh, this pairing. You know, I think it would be great. So good for both of them. I, mm. I like them both.
0: Why? I approve. Carolyn approves. Why is it a good match?
3: I think. Um, what is
0: her redeemable qualities? Oh, I don't know. She's only
3: the most talented songwriter, (laughs) singer, songwriter, performer on the planet. No,
0: I get that, but that doesn't make you a good girlfriend material. Taylor Swift, I would never want to date Taylor Swift. That would be horrible. Well, because then
3: she'd write a song about you. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then,
0: like, having your girlfriend be the most famous person in the world would be awful. That would be so awful. God,
3: sounds like you have some issues. I mean, I'm just saying.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't you think that the lifestyle, I mean, imagine.
3: I mean, I think he's living a pretty great lifestyle. That's not
0: comparable, though. You have to think about this. Travis Kelsey's one of the most famous football players, but very there's a lot of people in the world that don't know who Travis Kelsey is. Lots, most of the people in America and the world know who Taylor Swift is. Yeah, I mean she's arguably the most famous person on earth right now, for sure. Travis Kelsey, she'll not be even done in the touring
3: soon, and you know, really? she'll chill out.
0: How she'll, old is she? She came out when she was like twelve. So I think it's she's like, like so mid-30s, yeah, mid thirties, yeah I don't know 30s. if she's even as old as me.
3: I think she's as old as you.
0: Because she came out like, she was seriously like 14 when her first stuff came out, right?
3: But I think she's in her 30s. That's
0: fine. For sure. Taylor Swift is 33. Okay. So she's three years younger than me. Yeah. She's going to be 34 in December.
3: Oh, happy birthday.
0: Yeah, back to December all the time. What? Is that her song?
3: (laughs) no idea. Yeah, But can you imagine what song she's going to write about Travis when she's done? It's going to be called like Chief. Or, like, <laughs> what position does he play? Tight end. You had a tight end, and it took my breath away.
0: Oh, wow, yeah. you, you definitely. You're uh, welcome, everybody. This, I had, this is your best one in a while, had,
3: I've had a lot of coffee. Uh,
0: yeah, that's, that's what happens when Carolyn comes in at 8 o'clock in the morning. By the time we record at 1130, <laughs> lots of coffee. And there you go. Carolyn, she does no sports here on ESPN Radio. Thanks.
4: Thanks.
0: Huge crosstown game tonight at Washington Grizzly Stadium. We'll get you all set up. Matt Johnson, Dane Oliver, Big Sky versus Sentinel, next Garden City Spotlight, ESPN Radio. This is One is now on
1: 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula.
0: Welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. This is Nuanas ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio. Big Friday night here in Missoula. A couple prep games, as you just heard in the Sports Center there. One's down at Washington Grizzly Stadium, pitting Setmo versus Big Sky, and one is down at Missoula County Public Stadium, pitting Hellgate versus Kalispell Glacier. So, jam packed night worth of football here uh, in the Garden City. We'll get to some of the other games from around the state of Montana a little later on in the show, but let's hear from a couple of the head coaches that are coaching down at Wash Grizz tonight with cross-town bragging rights on the line. Garden City Spotlight, we have a cross-town Garden City Spotlight this week. We are joined most of the time by all three AA high school coaches from around the city of Missoula, and this week two of them square off, including the guy who joins us next, Dane Oliver, head coach of Missoula Sentinel, Uh, Coach, appreciate the time, man. First of all, I mean, how's it feel? Crosstown week, uh, always a fun time, always a lot of distractions, but always a a fun game. So uh, how are you and the team feeling? You
1: know, we've had a great week, great few days of practice. It's homecoming, so, you know, head coach's dream to have homecoming with Crosstown. But, uh, (laughs) you know, the kids manage the distractions well. It's part of the high school experience. But, you know, we challenge the boys to come out and, and just have focused energy. Uh, have fun with the experience of homecoming. Uh, we do a great job of handling a school spirit. And so just want to put a good product on the field. And uh, so far up to this point, they, they
0: practice well. Well, last couple of weeks, you guys are into Western AA play. And uh, you got a 2 0 start. Uh, fought hard for that win against Capital. And last week, great great play in the second half, especially to pull away from Flathead. So, what, what have you thought of just your, your team start here in the Western AA play?
2: Well, I've been super pleased
1: with our defense. Uh, it's just unbelievable what the defensive staff has done, and those guys. It's taken us a little longer on offense, uh, but but we're starting to figure out roles and identity. And you know, we've had some injuries and sickness, and just the the ongoing battle of high school football is just when one guy goes out, how many positions that affects. So, um, but we're we're back. We're we're good this week, and just hoping to uh, you know play in the Washington Grizz. It's a new
0: experience for these kids, and it should be a fun environment. Well, Big Sky, uh, a much improved team. Uh, they're tough like they always are, but they got a lot of good athletes, too. So, what's your initial impressions of the Eagles?
1: Yeah, just a typical Big Sky team. They're a reflection of their head coach. Uh, very scrappy and tough. And, you know, they've been down and battled back. And I thought they played extremely well against Butte. Um, so, a lot, lot of dynamic playmakers. And I know they got some younger kids who uh, are making a ton of plays on the varsity level. So, you yeah, know, it's just, Definitely.
0: It's going to be a fun game. I encourage people to come out and watch. I think it's going to be a close one. Dane Oliver here on uh, is Now. He's Missoula Sentinel's head coach, uh, Sentinel and Big Sky at Washington Grizzly Stadium on Friday night. Um, you mentioned some of the young kids that are playing for Big Sky, Dane. I mean, is that scary as an opposing head coach? Just because, as we've seen so often, sophomores, they get better if it starts to click for them. So, I mean, do you have to be concerned about that from the other side?
1: I think you
0: always take care of your team first, and we can only control what we do. But
1: you know, they, they, I've seen those sophomores play with a ton of confidence, and they seem to roll with the emotions. So, you know, um, I know Matt's probably just talking about you know the effects of a crosstown game and handling your emotions. But they're going to make some good plays, are spectacular, to the great athletes, and then they're going to fail, and that's no different than the seniors we have this year. That's just high school football. So, who can manage the ups and flows of a, uh, a crosstown game and stay composed and poised and And ultimately, focus on execution is going to be the most successful.
0: Well, just being at that venue. I mean, what do you think of the venue? And uh, you know, is that just an extra thing you have to mitigate?
1: Yeah, I think every kid who grows up in Missoula goes to Grizz games and watches that. So it's really more about about maybe for them having that experience. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we've played a lot of games over the years in there, and so it's kind of something we we've learned to navigate and manage. Um, It's just a fun environment. The stadium can seem empty at times, but it also, to get a good crowd, it it feels like it could be extremely loud. And so just managing that people right on top of you, which is a little different experience. So it's all, once the game kicks off, you forget about all the, the environment you're playing in, just play good football.
0: Well, big has been playing a couple quarterbacks. I know Drew Martin's uh, the more proven guy and, and the guy that can really run it up the gut if he needs to, too. But the Omelette kids really come on, and, and he's shown some pretty good flashes. So just preparing for a dual quarterback system, how challenging is that?
1: Well, I think just keeping those either one in the pocket and not letting them extend plays. I feel like uh, number nine likes to do that. And he's shown some ability to throw the ball down the field. So when people can, we know that a mobile quarterback can extend plays is it's difficult for a defense to manage. So uh, you know, I, I just feel like our defense right now, if we just play assignment football, we'll be fine. They're going to make some good plays because they got great athletes. Uh, so once again, it's
0: just it'll be a fun night. What are the keys for your team then uh, on Friday night against Big Shaq?
1: Well, we've got to we've got to tackle well. We've got to take care of the football. It's always kind of the keys, and then I think just navigating the the emotional ebbs and flows that come with a homecoming. Uh, we've got to settle in a little quicker um,
0: and play full four full, full quarters. I think we'll be right there at the end. all Oliver is a little sentinel. They take on Big Sky, Washington Grizzly Stadium Friday night. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me, Coulter. Take care. We'll turn from the other side of the Crosstown rivalry. Well, Garden City Spotlight and a fun Garden City Spotlight this week because we got a couple of Garden City teams squaring off at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Missoula Sentinel, Missoula Big Sky squaring off in a Crosstown matchup. And uh, not only a Crosstown bragging uh, rights on the line, but also a ton of other stuff in the mix as well, including just a big Western Double A game this week. Matt Johnson joins us, head coach uh, of the Big Sky Eagles. And, Coach, we're getting a Crosstown in uh, just a minute, but uh, your team off to a 2-2 two and two start. I thought you competed really well last week against Butte, a narrow uh, 36-29 loss, but you have to at least be optimistic about some of the plays your kids are making. So, I mean, what would what you think of just the effort last week? And, I mean, that was a great high school football game.
2: Yeah, for sure. Our, our effort has greatly improved, I, I really believe, each week, and you know whether that's confidence in our kids or whatever, you know, as we move forward, but um, yeah, can't can't complain about the effort and and ability to stay with it to the end of the game. Um, I thought we did a better job of finishing and finishing out. Uh, obviously, didn't work out in our favor, but we take those and be able to we can take those things and move forward with them, and uh, you know that'll be a positive positive thing for our
0: program. Well, one thing that stood out to me, one one player that stood out to me was Cormac Bat. He's wearing the club on his hand, but he's still catching 40-something yard touchdowns. He also was great on special teams. He's flying around on defense. He was even helping the Butte guy stretch his hamstring when the Butte guy got a, got a cramp on the sideline. So what did you think of his performance last week? Yeah, for sure.
2: Cormac does a fantastic job, and um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a really good athlete. And and he's picked up all the things we do really well, and um, he's pretty unique for the positions he plays with his height and range, and uh, yeah, he's doing a fantastic job, you know. uh, We saw it early against CMR, he had to pick six, you know, with the cast on, and uh, I love it, every coach we go to each week, we have two guys with big, huge clubs, and I'm like, you can't miss them, they're huge, and (laughs) and they go off about it, so yeah, for, you know, we gotta deal with what we got, a broken hand's bit, he doesn't let it fall down. No. Well, um,
0: positive takeaways from last week you wanna carry on this week, but I mean, what sort of things do you hope carry over from the first four
2: games of the season? Yeah, I think the big one, next to Q, we gotta be a little cleaner. Uh, you know, we we just sometimes we make too many mistakes or especially at the wrong time. So, you know, we we went to work this week and fixing some of those things and so I want to carry taking those steps forward. And, and then the, the energy, that you know, that was, I thought we brought a lot of fight to the game, and we, we got to keep bringing that. That's kind of been an M.O. in our program is, um, man, if you're going to play us, you better pack a lunch because our kids are going to battle. And, um, you know, I thought we did an excellent job of that last week, and we need to carry that forward.
0: Matt Johnson, head coach of the Big Sky Eagles, here on Nuanas now on ESPN Radio. Big Sky and Sentinel squaring off in a crosstown matchup. Uh, tonight, Friday night, at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Uh, so, Coach, give me the, the general thoughts on the Spartans. Then uh, they look a little different than they have in past years, but still a really talented team, and uh, they certainly fly around on defense. So, uh, what have you seen out of Sentinel so far this week in preparation?
2: Yeah, you know it's funny. Each week, I, I feel like for the first quarter games, each team was completely and drastically different than the other, right? And how they operate and you know, they are, they are again, and, uh, you know, they execute the things they do really well, um, uh, in the games we watched, we didn't really see them making a lot of mistakes, and, uh, things were pretty clean, so, you know, that's gotta be, that's gotta be where we're at this game, too, um, it's gonna be a battle, you know, the, and it's the best kind, I mean, that's what, that's what it's all about, this kind of week coming up, so, um, yeah, I mean, they, you know, they got some good things, and, we think we can match some of that. Well, always, uh, the goals always
0: start with crosstown matchups, so uh, how do you hope your kids sort of settle into it? Because, I mean, a lot of times there can be a lot of hype around this sort of game, and, and obviously the guys are going to want to win big time, but, I mean, how do you get them to sort of settle in and, and just play their game?
2: Yeah, you know, the great question. We we work hard to eliminate that distraction. Obviously, they, all, they know what's going on. They know what they're playing and all that, but we got to take each week it, no different, right? The the opponent that comes is just as important game as the next one. Um, obviously, this is a crosstown matchup, and you know there's other implications for it. But um, our kids know they have it, you know, the week of practice and everything we do that's consistent to what we do throughout the whole season. So we work to eliminate that, and when it gets time, you get on on the field when game, kickoff happens. Uh, we need to be ready to roll and be focused at the job at hand. What sort of specific things do you hope you can take away from
0: Sentinel, or, or, or do you think you guys need to do well against Sentinel to, to sort of attack them and and,
2: uh,
0: and have an advantage?
2: Yeah, I mean, I it's, I feel like we have been doing a really good job to to, both running and throwing the ball. And we need to be able to continue that. Uh, we need to be a little more sound at times when we need to when we need to run the ball to get it done that we, we do. Uh, but, you know, I mean, shoot, we've got, uh, I don't know, we're averaging, I don't know, probably over 150 plus yards a game rushing and the last two games we've been around 250 passing. So we got to have a good balance like that and, uh, you know, keep moving both of those segments forward. And then same thing with our special teams. I feel like took a pretty good step forward last week and see if we can build on it this week. And just the opportunity to play
0: uh, at Grizzly Stadium, I and mean, what are your ki- That's uh, that's cool for your kids. What, what do you guys think of this?
2: Uh, honestly, I'd rather play in our stadium. We <laughs> got right. I mean, a one point seven million dollar stadium that is, you know we put a lot of work into. Um, just the way it works out, like you know we've been there a couple times before. It, it's okay. Um, I think at the end of the day, though, you got to get over that being a distraction too. You know that. It it's a, it makes it more of a true road game for us, I guess, anyway. Um, so we just we have to treat it that way. You know, a different environment, we got to be able to adapt to it and, and handle that situation.
0: Well, it should be a fun Friday night. Crosstown action always is. Missoula settle versus Missoula Big Sky on Friday night at Washington Grizzly Stadium. Matt Johnson from the Big Sky Eagles joining us here uh, on Nuwana's Now. Coach, best of luck. I'm coming out on Friday, so I'll come say hi after the game. But uh, best of luck. Thanks for being here. Yep, thank you, Colter. Some thoughts about Montana State at Weaver, Montana at NAU, and a couple other hot tickets around the state of Montana in the prep world. Keep right here, Nuance Now, ESPN Radio.
1: on ESPN Radio.
2: It ain't no joke, I'd like to buy the world a token, teach the world to sing in perfect harmony, and teach the world to snuff the fires and the liars. Hey, I know it's just a song, but it's spice for the recipe. So I've been sitting here
0: having this uh, nostalgic uh, Friday afternoon because we have, you know, as I hope all of you do in your life, professionally and personally, we're always trying to evolve. If you haven't noticed around here at Nuanas Now, I try to curate the playlist to a theme, you know, some talking points, whatever's going on around town, maybe uh, the guests that are in studio. But <laughs> for... Before, in the olden days, in the, in the pre-Nuanas uh, nowadays, we used to have what we call bumper music, where it, it was sort of pre-scheduled. And, uh, well, I mean, you have bumper music every day, you know. Well, right, right. But we used to have it like, it, it was like a little bit more... I don't know how to say this, but what was play all show was all the old school Two-Tel music. Yeah, yeah, and, and so I was just having nostalgic feelings thinking about my friend Brian Tutel, my oh, friend, yeah. my friend Tommy Evans. The good and, old days. You know, and it's also a completely different vibe because, you know, when it's 2 picking the music, it's Rage Against the Machine Wolf Mother and all these other, you know, just rager grunge songs. So, <laughs> then uh, if you're watching on TV and you wonder why I was like so shocked for a second there, I didn't know Tommy had stuck back in the studio. I was totally expecting some old school bumper music, and then all of a sudden we're getting a little walking on the sun cover. So welcome back, Tommy. How you doing? I'm great, Coulter. It's just fascinating <laughs> to me. You and I have worked together a decade,
2: and you called me with the same question today that you called me with the first day I was training you well, on how to run the radio board. Yeah, I know. Come, come
0: on. Fear. I don't <laughs> well, know. Coulter, turn your button on, but uh, you know I, I appreciate you uh, managing your own ship. I had to go pick up my tuxedo today, Coulter. Uh, Tommy's getting married. I'm getting hitched.
2: And I almost I forgot, it. my mother texted me and said, Hello, son, kissy face, hope you have a great day. Don't forget to pick up your tux, or your fiancé's going to strangle
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like,
0: oh, shoot, I so I had to go get it. I love it, I love it. I can't wait to. I can't wait for you to wear the tux, can't wait for you to be married, and uh, congratulations on all your life events. Nuada's Now, ESPN Radio. Missed anything in the show today, you can always find it, uh, on the Nuada's Now podcast, which is probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com for any and all of your in-home or small biz business networking needs. It's also presented by the M-Store where they're all Grizz all the time and the Montana State Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org for any and all uh, of your blue and gold needs. I'm headed down to Washington Grizzly Stadium tonight, but it's not to watch the Grizz. The Grizz are out of town. They're at Northern Arizona tomorrow. The Bobcats are in Ogden, Utah tomorrow night, so I will be making the trek down I-15 just short of Salt Lake City. Go there to uh, Stewart Stadium. Watch number three versus number nine, one of the best games in the country at the FCS level. Andrew Houghton, he's also on the road there uh, at the University of Idaho, covering Sac State at Idaho. So that'll be a fun one as well. But tonight at Washington Grizzly Stadium, you got Sentinel versus Big Sky. And for the first time in a little while, This game has more than just crosstown ramifications. Sentinel has been one of and arguably the best program in the state of Montana over the last handful of years. They got four straight Final Fours, two state championships in that span. Big Sky struggled a little bit, but Big Sky is much improved. I watched Big Sky last week, very impressed. The Eagles play their hearts out. They got a bunch of great athletes. Sentinel also, though, is good. It's sort of this changing of the guard. You don't have this sort of star studded class, although they do have two Division I guys still, in uh, Danny Sermon and Grady Walker. But this should be a really good one uh, down at Washington Grizzly Stadium tonight. But we're going to know a lot more about the AA ranks after tonight, because not only do you have Big Sky Sentinel, it's a good clash. You also got, though, number one versus number two Bozeman High School versus Bozeman Gallatin at Van Winkle Stadium, the last two undefeated teams in the Western, in, in AA period, excuse me. So somebody will have a loss, and somebody will be five and zero after that one. You also got a to crosstown in Helena, Helena High versus Helena Capital, and uh, here in Missoula, not at Washington Grizz, but at Missoula County Public Stadium, Glacier versus Hellgate. Couple other fun high school games for you uh, around the state of Montana. Whitefish and Dillon is a is a great one. Corvallis versus Libby, also a good one. Can Corvallis keep it going? They're after their best start since nineteen eighty seven. Can they keep on rolling. Missoula, they're undefeated. They play against Eureka. That's number three versus number four at the Class B level, so that should be a really good one. Boulder versus Three Forks, another good Class B game. Probably your uh, Class C eight-man game of the week, probably Flint Creek versus Ennis, and uh, your Class C six-man game of the week, Roy Winifred versus Centerville. I'll be on the road in Ogden. Andrew will be on the road in Moscow. And we'll also have eyes on the Grizz at Northern Arizona as well. A ton of coverage coming at you on Monday as part of the Montana Football Hour. Please join us Monday for Nuwana's Now. MT Football Hour, Monday afternoon quarterback, and everything in between. We'll see you then. This has been Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio.